0: Hey, everybody. This is Chris again with Renewing the Center, a second episode back from a very, very long hiatus. Today, I want to reflect a little bit on one of the most meaningful things that I experienced during my time away. Um, I've been back uh, to work here at Trinity for, gosh, maybe 19, 20 months since I had a four-month uh, burnout-induced uh, leave of absence. And one of the books that my mentor, Nancy Verpraskus gave me in the middle of my time away was a work called Transitions, written by a man named William Bridges. I'd never heard of the book, um, and so when I picked it up, I was ready to read and be taught. Um, my mentor, Nancy, was a, a real lifeline to me, a voice of wisdom and stability. When she said, read the book, I said, yes, ma'am. And... Turns out it's been around for a very long time. You'll find uh, transitions on probably most bestseller lists. Uh, It's been in publication for over 20 years, I believe. And when I read the book, it spoke to me in a way that I think nothing else could have spoken to me at the time. And since then, I've held the ideas that Bridges puts forth in his work and uh, I'm going to share those with you today just on a very high level. And here's what I would say. If, if you are experiencing transition of any kind, whether that's job transition, uh, if you're in a midlife place and feeling like you're entering into some midlife transition, if you're experiencing transition in a relationship um, or with your kids or if you're moving from one place to another or contemplating such a move, Uh, I would commend this book to you. I actually think that Bridges gives us a framework for what happens over and over and over again as we navigate our way through life. Now, interestingly enough, I am not sure, I don't think Bridges is a person of faith. He might be. Uh, That was just certainly not um, something he indicated directly in his book. However, he uses biblical metaphor and imagery over and over and over again because I believe the pathway of transition is a deeply human and deeply biblical uh, pathway. It's something that God has given us. Um, and I think you'll see that as we we walk through what Bridges terms the three movements of transition. Now, what I'm about to share on one level, maybe at the surface listening, isn't going to sound like rocket science or brand new information. And yet what I would say to you is the more you think about your life and you think about not just the elements of transition, but the order of transition. And that's something that I was missing, the order of what I'm about to share. Uh, I think it's going to help you understand some of what God uh, is wanting to do uh, in your life in the midst of seasons of transition and how we can either participate with God in transition or we can work against the process and thereby just endure things over and over and over and over again. Um, I don't remember who it was, probably a parent, maybe a grandparent who once said, you know, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Uh, I think the Lord works that way in our own lives. We, we can either cooperate with God during seasons of transition or we can resist. And when we resist, We just end up going around the mountain again and again and again. Uh, In some ways, I think life and growth opportunities, it's like an open book exam. Uh, You can take the test as many times as you want. What I'm finding in my own life is the more I'm able to participate and cooperate with God, the more I'm able to actually progress through painful seasons rather than being stuck in them. So here's what Bridges says. All transition, whether it's physical, relational, spiritual, emotional, vocational, geographical, all transition is marked by three movements. First, there is an ending. Second, there is a confusing in-between phase. And third, and finally, there is a new beginning. Now, an ending, an in-between place, and a new beginning. Uh, On the surface, I know, that sounds so simple that you'd think like, why on earth are you even talking about this? Um, we also see it in the Bible, right? The Jews left Egypt, so their slavery ended. They wandered in the wilderness in a very confusing in-between place, and then they entered into the land of promise, a new beginning. Uh, we see this picture over and over and over again in life, in the scriptures. Uh, Even major world religions all have some version of a pathway around endings in between places and new beginnings. But here's the deal. Uh, Endings come first. And as Americans specifically, and I can only speak for American uh, people because I am one, but I know that in the culture in which I spend most of my time, we want to sequence our new beginnings to happen right at the same time as our ending so that we don't have to go through any kind of anxiety-inducing liminality or in-between place. Bridges is emphatic that something has to end first. And one of the mistakes that we make is that we don't acknowledge endings all that well, and we don't grieve endings. One of the things that the Lord really put in front of me during my time away was recognizing that whether I came back to Trinity or not something had ended a way of being a way of functioning a way of engaging the world a way of engaging my family a way of engaging uh, responsibility at church a way of thinking about myself was ending and that way was never going to persist and there were relief points in that ending and there were also grief points um, I believe that it's really important for us when we are entering into seasons of transition to acknowledge and reflect on what is it in my life that is ending and to name those endings to ourselves with as much specificity as possible. Now, I had a really hard time getting really clear about what was ending and So I kept a journal and journaling for me was a big, big way for me to get to the bottom of naming things that were hard for me to name. I would just over and over and over again reflect on what what is different in my life? What's ending? What's what seems like it's not going to return in the same way that that it that it was before this season of burnout So transition starts with an ending? And I think for some of you listening to this, there are things in your life right now that are ending, seasons that are ending, and almost always with an ending, there are aspects to endings that are good, and then there are aspects to endings that are scary and stir a lot of grief in us, and it's important to name all of it so that we can grieve what needs to be grieved, Um, we can let go and release and relinquish what needs to be relinquished, And in my own life, I was struggling to relinquish. There were things around control, things around feeling overly responsible that I knew were ending, that God was giving me an opportunity to let go of a sense of control, a myth of control, uh, and yet a sense of over-functioning, overdoing things, feeling responsible for everything. And yet I had a really hard time actually opening up my hands and releasing those things. So I had to spend a lot of time with what is ending. Endings are then followed by a confusing in-between place. So think of the Jews wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, Think of Jesus wandering in the wilderness for 40 days. Um, The confusing in-between is a a hard place and it always follows the ending we want new beginnings to follow the endings we want there to be a really short sequence so that we kind of get through the loss and get excited about what's coming and yet what bridges says and i experience this and i'm experiencing it in many respects still in my life is that the in-between place is almost always more confusing and it's always longer than we wish or want it to be Richard Rohr says in one of his books on uh, human development uh, that God seemingly spends much of his energy in our lives trying to drive us to liminal spaces. And the word liminal uh, just means in between. Um, And um, Mark Sayers, a pastor in Australia, says that God shows up in the in-between place. So if you think about Moses, um, God had told him that he was going to be a deliverer for the people of Israel. Um, he decided he was going to take matters into his own hands and he failed. He killed someone and was driven to Midian. So he was like self exile in the middle of nowhere because people were looking for him, hunting for him. And it was in that liminal space in that Midian in between place that God showed up to him in the form of a burning bush. Um, the Lord wants to meet you in the confusing in between, uh, Pete Scazzaro uses that term. All these writers, all these thinkers are saying the same thing, which is that life is much of it about getting into in-between places and then sitting still enough to find God show up and to see God show up in those places. Uh, We say this sometimes at Trinity, but it bears repeating here. That when Moses encountered the burning bush in Midian in the book of Exodus, uh, the language in the text suggests that the burning bush was off to the side, meaning Moses could have, if he were distracted, walked right past it. Uh, It's my belief that if we don't slow down in the in-between place, if we don't allow the in-between places of life to slow us down, we'll miss so many of the invitations God has. The Lord may be wanting to get you into an in-between place so that he can get your attention. So endings are followed by in-between places, and it's in the in-between place that lots of stuff falls away. Uh, This is where a good kind of deconstruction can happen. So much of what we call deconstruction in our culture is just cynicism and hurt, unresolved hurt being... codified around what we don't believe or what we don't like. What I mean by the good deconstruction is that in in between places, we let go of heavy burdens. We let go of things that we can't carry because we find ourselves in a kind of wilderness space. And wilderness imagery, y'all, it's a a huge um, picture of spiritual growth in our Bible, that God gets us into wilderness places where we're not in control, where we don't know what's going to happen next where we feel a little afraid, where we feel small. And that's where God shows up. My mind goes to Hosea 2, where the Lord says, I will allure her, I will speak tenderly to her and give her back her vineyards in the wilderness. So the in-between place, it's a place where God shows up. Only after we've spent a great deal of time in that in-between place does a new beginning emerge. Any new beginning that comes in your life too quickly you shouldn't trust it think about it in terms of dating or marriage right a a divorce and then a quick remarriage is something that we're all suspicious of someone who bounces from job to job to job really quickly uh, we're suspicious of what's motivating that for transition to be good transition for it to be right we have to see an ending that is named and grieved An in-between place that is navigated with patience, perseverance, where God shows up, followed by a new beginning. We all want new beginnings. We all want to get to the end. And yet one of the things that I'm learning about my own life is that God is not in a hurry. It's just not the way he works. I sit here today in my office. The air conditioner has just come on. So if you hear a little background buzz, we're too far into this episode for me to re-record it. Um, But I'm sitting here in my office um, in a season in my life where things are not perfect. Um, I don't feel great a lot of the time, but I wouldn't trade where I've come and what I've been through for anything in the world because it's made me more present to reality. It's made me more able to look for God, and it's made me more willing to be humble enough to surrender and open myself up to receiving the new beginnings that God gives, even if they're not exactly the new beginnings that I imagined in my fantasy when I was struggling to grieve an ending a year and a half or two ago. God is good. That is something I'm convinced of. I also believe that God is, uh, is one whose ways are higher than ours. So endings in between new beginning. I want to invite you to sit with those ideas and hold them. I want to pray for us before we go. Father, I pray for my friends who are listening to this, everyone uh, who is within the hearing of my voice, who might be experiencing or invited to experience some form of transition. I pray that you would give them the grace to navigate it well, and that you would show us your kindness and your patience as we seek to be the kinds of people who keep moving forward, but do so paying attention to the steps of transition in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon.